Hello, Postscript listeners and viewers. Welcome to our brand new set. I just love it. I know. <laughs> it's like absolutely perfect. And it feels like we're actually members of the court, which is awesome. Yeah. So I just want to give awesome. a huge shout out to our producer, Ali Amaros, for making it all happen. And for Helen Widowson yeah. for designing she the designed set with the set. Mitch Mathias. So yeah. it was it was really team awesome. Effort, team it's effort. a huge yep. team effort to make this happen. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Yes, and thank you for listening to Postscript Marie Antoinette. If you'd like to join us here in our world of Versailles, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, visit youtube.com at symbol WITF Mosaic. And we'll add a link in our show description as well. Yep. So we've covered four out of eight episodes. We have some exciting news. Marie Antoinette has been renewed for another season. Yes. And I'm so excited to keep watching. We'd love to hear what you think as you watch along. So send us your thoughts at ps at WITF.org or leave us a comment on Instagram at WITFORG or Facebook at WITF.org. And now you can leave a comment under the video if you're watching as well. I know. It's so cool. (laughs) There's so many ways you can connect with us. So before we get into the episode, I just want to give a short disclaimer. So if you have not watched the episode yet, we will discuss a scene that depicts sexual assault in the episode throughout our chat on Postscript. Very disappointing. It is very disappointing. We will talk about that. Yeah. So Um, we're in mourning. We're in mourning. For King Louis, we're in mourning. We're all wearing black. We're wearing our black. We're sad. And you ready so let's to jump go. in? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. So we open with Marie Antoinette. She's sleeping, but she needs to be up. Uh, there's some more pomp to observe. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of ceremony when a king passes away. Um, oh my and, gosh! Uh, Madame Etiquette says punctuality is the politeness of kings and queens. Punctuality so. is politeness of a lot of people. <laughs> but I'm really I understand that, that yeah. she <laughs> is a queen. She's setting the standard, right? You and, know. And while while Maria is entertain, I guess entertaining everybody coming yeah. to pay their respects, she finds out that morning lasts a full year, a full year of getting up super early and bowing to everybody in black clothing. And she's like, "What?" She's like, "What?" And she just like <clears throat> loses her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, while Maria is bowing to everybody. Louis is in uh, the office and he's overwhelmed with everything he has to do. He has so many decisions to make and everybody around him is shouting about that. I know. That's like, (laughs) it's like so stressful seeing that scene. It ends with them going, you need to make a decision. Yeah. And um, clearly he knows that. Just chill out. I know. Chill out. Um, But Marie, she's losing her mind. She's had enough. And she goes back and forth with Madame Noailles, which is Mm -hmm. Madame Etiquette. And she's like laying on the floor upside down. She's kicking her shoes off and she's she's just done. And she goes, you know what? I'm going to go see the king. So Marie starts running down the hall of Versailles. And Madame Etiquette is like, ladies are not permitted to run at Versailles. And I just thought that was so funny because she's trying to keep up. But they're all yeah. wearing corsets. I don't know how she's so, running in that. Yeah, that takes You can't even skill. breathe in a corset, let alone run in it. <laughs> exactly. Um and it's so Marie breaks into the room with the king and she says, it has been two months. Isn't it time to come out of mourning and begin our reign? And he agrees. He does. It's time. I know. And everybody's mad about it. <laughs> but he's, he's finally like, sure he's made a decision. Exactly. There's his decision. He finally made one. <laughs> so I actually did a closer look. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like French morning in the 1700s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So King Louis the Fifteenth issued an ordinance and reduced the morning time by half in okay. 1716. 
Okay. So I guess so this is well somebody passed and he didn't want to mourn like, We're them done. for this a year. Is, this is too much. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't actually like find out if it was a full year or, or if it had been years. two years before. Yeah. No, the internet didn't tell me that. Okay. But <laughs> I did find out that the standard mourning for like a father or a mother yeah. was six months. Okay. So maybe it was a full year and he reduced it to six, six months. months. And may, I don't know why Madame Noel would would continue and say it was a year if it was only supposed to be six months. Maybe the king maybe, is different because he's oh, the king. You're right. I don't yeah. know. You know what? I don't know. You're probably right. Didn't say that online. <laughs> and then I don't said, know if that's the case or not. Yeah. <laughs> it also said that mourning for like a grandmother or grandfather was 18 weeks. Okay. It said something about the spouse is one year and four weeks. One year. One year, four. Four weeks? One Two year weeks? and one month? I don't know. Maybe. You know what? Should have wrote that down. <laughs> but that's I didn't. Okay. So that's fine. But yeah, I think it was like one year okay. and something. Okay. So over a, a short year. Short period of time. It was over a year for a, a spouse. A little over a year for a spouse okay. to mourn. That seems fair. I guess, yeah. That seems fair. <laughs> but that was my little uh, okay. that was my a little closer, closer look. look on that. Okay. Well, court mourning is over officially All right. by Marie's order. And with the king's consent. So let's end our morning. Let's end our morning. <laughs> let's, let's, All right. Woohoo. Having a party. <laughs> I can't wait. As soon we're, as I get my jacket off. <laughs> we're opening the windows. <sighs> There's sunlight in Versailles again. <laughs> and everyone's running down the hall and having a good time. <laughs> it's great. Except so, Madame Etiquette. Right. Madame Etiquette is very upset about this. And um, she's even more upset. When Marie names Lambal her superintendent of her household, mm-hmm. uh, a role that was done away with years ago, but Marie's bringing it back, I think, just to piss off oh. Madame. Oh, no, I. <laughs> there's no other reason to bring it back, right? So, so Madame Etiquette, uh, you know, basically says, "I'm not working underneath somebody else. I'm not taking a demotion." She was like, "Okay, well then, see yourself out." And so, which is so rude. It is All those rude. people are there watching this, and, and yeah, it just and she wasn't trips in the hallway. Yeah. yeah, it she, just wasn't like a nice way for Marie. Marie mm-hmm. could have been a lot nicer about it. Marie could have been a lot nicer in a lot of this episode. That's if true. We're she being was kind of like honest. a turd. Yeah, she was. I was actually going to call her a turd. You were? Yes. Oh my gosh, great so minds. She's, she's being a turd. <laughs> I think Marie she's is being, being a, turd. a turd. Yeah. Um. Mercy is asking if Marie has spoken to Louis about the prime minister because they need mm-hmm. a new prime minister. Um, and he, Mercy and and Marie's mom, would both like to see Choiseul reinstated. Yes. And, you know, Marie's like, I think I finally agree with my mother for, for once. I liked him. <laughs> uh, Even Marie- though, didn't he try to get rid of her, too? Of Marie? Yeah. No, I think he was trying to keep Marie there. Okay, he was. Yeah, okay. and that's why... Du Barry tried to, well, to successfully get rid of her. got yes, rid of him. She, yeah. 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 And then got rid of Schwozel. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, Marie is pitching a fit because she thinks Josephine is parading her pregnancy around. And, Another fit. You know, she just fawns, everyone fawns over her. Mm-hmm. And Mercy suggests that she stamps her mark on her reign. And she's like, I'm going to do just that <laughs> by, by being a turd. <laughs> I'm going to be a turd to everyone. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, Louis, meanwhile, is presented with a pocket watch by his assistant. It's counting mm-hmm. the time of his reign. And Louis admits that he doesn't know how to reign. His assistant says, have you chosen your prime minister? And he says, I can't. I need to put all of this in order. 
Like and it's like to just it's like a lot ask. of stuff, and it's like yeah, how it's long does it actually work? The yeah. king apparently did not have filing cabinets. No, <laughs> but like it wasn't like that when the king was in that room. Did, oh, so we did see that room with the king inside it. So yes, where that's were when all these paperwork? I wonder if they brought all the paperwork. I think they out. brought it all oh, okay. so that Louis could, could get go caught it. up on what his grandfather was doing. He probably should have been caught up before his grandfather died. Just a little bit. Like, potentially when he got married and the rule was going to end up on his plate. I mean, that, that would have been, been a good idea. planning. And also, Louis seems like a very smart internal person. So starting him early seemed like it would have been a good idea. Like he But maybe he just wasn't interested because he was out hunting. hunting. That's true. He might have been out and hunting. And being awkward. <laughs> being a teenager. He's not as awkward. No, he, now he's, he's, he's handsome little, now. Yeah. yeah. He is. That little son I don't know what, I don't know how they did that because they did transition him. I mean, he still looks a little bit gawky, but they, he yeah. looks much more adult now. And I don't know. Makeup artists are geniuses. They really costume are. Costume artists are geniuses. Um, so anyways, the, the assistant says, I'm, well, that's great news. I'm here to assist you. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I can't remember what this guy's name is. So I'm sorry. I was like, the watchmaker becomes his counsel. Like I'm confused, but it's fine. He seems like a nice watchmaker. He was, he was was the king's assistant. Okay. So he was, so he just presented him a pocket watch. He did not make the pocket watch. No. So this is the same guy that gave him the clock. The clock. Right. And they were talking about the clock. Right. He said he's a great clockmaker, clocksmith, whatever they're called. But But he's also the assistant. He's also his assistant. He said that he advises him. Got it. So I think that was the introduction of this guy to Louis because Louis loves clocks too and was really into it. But I think the king actually wanted to kind of tell him who this guy was. Like he advises me on stuff. Oh, that was the meet cute. I think that was the meet cute. (laughs) Okay. And I don't think Louis understood. That went right over my head just like it went right over Louis's. There you go. (laughs) As are perfect for each other. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take that back right now. No, okay. So we're going to get into that later. We will. Uh, Marie is, she's decided that she's launching a style council and she's introducing yes. it with a ball. And literally moments after they became done right, with morning. They're done so with morning. Two and months she's having a party. a party. That's like, that's a little. It's a little much for me. Yeah. You could have like waited a little bit. But. Do you think it's because they're so young that they just haven't? ironically comprehended so so much i don't know maybe but i mean louis dad died his mom died he knows they mourned for a long time so he knows all about it i think he's just trying to please Well, louis not throwing a ball no it's marie (laughs) i don't know um well her didn't we read that like her sister passed yeah her sister died of and her sister was older than her yeah but she was so young so that could be it but okay uh yeah, they, they're launching a new Versailles <clears throat> yes. that will dazzle for a new age. And uh, Lambal looks very uncomfortable with this. You can tell she's like, uh, slow down. Versailles can't be torn down and rebuilt in a day. And she's trying. And, <laughs> right. And Marie's just like, let's set this palace on fire. I know. She's like, this is uh, where she, I'm like, oh, she's being a turd. Yeah. being a total turd. Yeah. Although so I, I guess we should frame it. This was a creepy king towards her. Like he made her very uncomfortable. He did. There's that. She might There's not also, have been quite so sad about it. Yeah. So I also like read a bunch of different like articles and stuff like that through mm-hmm. my closer looks. And, you know, it goes through how her husband is not consummating this marriage with her. Yeah. And it is 
all throughout the whole palace and all their ta- like all the commoners about know about yeah. it. So she's like her husband won't do she's this. Frustrated. She's trying. She's frustrated. She's got like she's what 19 and a queen and all of her personal life everything is yeah. out there you know like and we, Josephine we is, both read the art pregnant yeah Josephine's pregnant flaunting it around she could be giving yep. birth to the doff Dauphin. Dauphin anytime yeah. now. F- yep. Potential future king. Right. And then, you know, she um, she has to dress in public. Sleep yeah, she in has public, no privacy. Give birth in public. Like, all, all of this of stuff is in public. Yeah. It's just, it's not okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's not uh, conducive to keeping your sanity, for sure. No. Like, there's a lot. Not for a teenager. No. She's yeah, so young. She's, yeah, she's 19. She's 19. Yeah. I know it's an adult at right, 18, but, you're but like, you're not. <laughs> you're not. No. Your I'm sorry. Brain I'm sorry fully for any 19-year-olds listening. I'm sorry. You're not quite there yet. No. Your brain's <laughs> not fully developed till you're 25. So that's true for like everybody. And you know what? When you're an adult, it's not the best. <laughs> it's not. It's you not know, it's Your brain's not. still like, what's going on? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway. A tangent. Yeah. That was a long tangent. But I went in to Marie's style counselor. Oh, yeah. So I couldn't like find out anything about her actual counsel, but they did say that she appointed a minister of fashion, which was Rose Bertine, who designed her gown to go to Paris. Beautiful white dress. Yes, that one. Um, So she was given free reign to create over-the-top formal dresses, rumored... Over-the-top. Yes. Yes. Over-the-top. So it was rumored (laughs) that Marie Antoinette had like 300 dresses made for her every every year. year. Yeah. Which just seems like insanity. And this is another reason why we got to the French Revolution because people aren't able to eat and she is having 300 dresses made for her a year. It is frivolous. It is. It's not a good look. No, it's a terrible look. (laughs) And throwing all these parties and stuff like that. Right. Um, But it it was rumored that like she never wore anything twice. Okay. So that's why she had all these pretty dresses. I wonder what happened. Like did she donate them to her local thrift shop so that somebody else could wear them? no idea. Her local thrift shop. I love it. Just handed it down to somebody else yeah. in the court. Yep. <laughs> so Marie Antoinette would dress down when she was at Petit Trianon. Okay. So she would dress down. She She'll comfy her, yeah. in her home. Yeah. I get it. That's like her that relaxing her, place. Her space. Yep. And when she turned 30, she had um, gone to more serious outfits, I okay. guess, finally realizing the she revolution. A you know, it was, it was catching she can't up. be wearing flowers and the bows and having parties. Up yeah. to her. <laughs> um, so she wouldn't wear the flowers in her hair. She stopped doing that. She um, preferred headdresses made of velvet in darker shades of red and blue. Okay. A little more dramatic. A little more. A little more mature. Yes. She's growing up. Yeah. She's becoming an adult. Her, her brain has actually Her brain is formed. <laughs> She's, and she's like, adult. maybe I should be a little less frivolous. Exactly. Uh, well, so anyways, that was that. my closer look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Louis is busy. He's doing, he's going through all the old paperwork of the king. His assistant finds a file on Louis's brother Provence, mm-hmm. which really piques his interest. He wants to burn Dubarry's file. But what, what is this about Provence? And um, we find out that the file came from the king's secret and that the assistant oversaw that. And the so king's the, secret. The king's secret. I like it. Yeah, I do. I like it too. <laughs> I need a king's secret. The king, the king's <laughs> Someone spy. to spy for me. Yeah. Uh, Marie tries, she interrupts. She tries to talk to Louis about the prime minister. And he yeah. says, we'll talk later when he visits her. And everything looks like it's going really well. It does. She smiles at cute. him. He smiles at her. And then he's like, shut up, basically, to, to the <laughs> assistant. Um, uh, the family thinks that Marie 
in another room. The family is discussing the whole situation. The family thinks that Marie is trying to steal Louis's crown. And the aunts want Provence to speak to Louis. It's funny because Marie doesn't want this crown. Right. It doesn't pose to me that way. She's not getting into the politics like right. Dubarry was. No. She's wearing dresses she and throwing have parties. Yeah. She doesn't want anything to do with the she, court I don't think and she the specifics the that you have to follow. Yeah. She doesn't want the politics. She doesn't want any she of that. She wants to change she everything. Ju- she wants to change it to make it more fun yeah. and like live her life. She wants to have a life. A she doesn't want freedom, to be yeah. on court. That's yeah. how I feel. No, I mean, she obviously wants some privacy. We, she yeah. established that in the last episode where she invited Rose into her private quarters yes. and instead of dressing in public. So she's trying to change things so that she can have a life and yeah. she isn't just like boxed up in Versailles. Exactly. Um, He's trying. Let me see. So, yeah, the aunts want Provence to speak to Louis and get, like, a seat on his council, essentially. And Provence tells Louis that Marie is waltzing on without him. Waltzing. I can't say that word for some reason. Waltzing Waltzing on without him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mercy comes to Marie's room. She thinks it's the the king. And she's like, what are you doing here? And he asks if she's spoken to the king. And Marie's like... Um, she's expecting him, and Mercy's just like, "Then I will leave you to it." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really have fun. Have and fun. she's like, "Bye, <laughs> bye." Um, so Louis finds out that Papa Wa was spying on everyone, mm-hmm. and the king knew about the campaign to get rid of the Dauphin because the king knows everything. Yeah, he so has to he know everything. Know, he probably knew about that servant. Well before he let anybody know, he knew about the serpent. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. The king, the king knows all. Mm-hmm. Um, Provence wants to be appointed to Louis's council, and Louis shares that Provence. He knew that Provence was trying to get Marie sent back to Austria, and Provence is like, "Well, she's still here because <laughs> he's, he's yeah, right. He's, just, he's such a jerk, yeah." Uh, and he like bad mouths Marie, and then Louis gets this genius idea and says, "Well, why don't you help with the style council?" And he kind of like <laughs> smirks, and I loved that. That was. This was before I didn't like Louis. Yeah. Uh, so he smirks and I'm just like, ha, Louis. Yeah. So right now we still like Louis. <laughs> just uh, for now. Marie has fallen asleep. She's waiting for Louis. Yeah. It's getting too late. She falls asleep and there's a knock on her door. She thinks, oh, he's a, he's finally arrived, but it's a servant. Mm-hmm. He's brought her a note and Louis is not able to visit, but he's giving her a gift. Petit Trianon is hers because it belonged to the king's favorite. So essentially and he's saying, she's the king's you're my favorite. favorite. That was like That so was really sweet. sweet. Yeah. It I loved started it. out so well. I know. I loved it. <laughs> uh, so Marie goes to Petit Trianon. It's a place where she can like entertain her friends. He basically tells her, go away. Have fun with your friends. Like this is what it's for. So she's learning to play piano. Um, Duc du Chartois, I think is how you say his name. I think Chartois, name. yeah. Uh, actually doesn't seem like a trash guy right now no he's actually on her side yeah he seems to be having fun he seems like encouraging her and so i thought oh that's interesting maybe he's not trash we'll see we'll see uh provence and josephine visit provence is trying to force josephine i love how josephine is just like no no no, it's not happening like i'm telling you right now it's not gonna work yep exactly and she's like oh i have to sit here and uh provence is always telling me i have to rest yeah i'm so delicate i'm so delicate i can't i can't possibly join this (laughs) yeah maria introduces her friend who happens to be black Mm -hmm. to provence and josephine which Uh, of course is is, not okay and i'm gonna do this wrong chevalier de saint georges 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just, I'm really bad at it. I'm so sorry. I kept listening and I just could not pick up what she yeah. was saying. But um, he asks Josephine to audition, but she doesn't have to prove herself to someone like you. And I'm just like, uh, you're such trash. And yes. Josephine's no better. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're just gross. And Provence is mad though that Josephine didn't do what he said. He basically says, I'm your master. And she's like, You don't rule like, my life. What? Yeah, he's is that he's just so gross. It's, it's just, such it's oh. so misogynistic. Oh my gosh. And Come I hate on. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Marie is throwing this ball at Petit Trianon, and everybody's there. The ants start off looking like super judgmental and they're all kind of like, as always, this is dumb. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing here. Marie comes out on the stage and she notices the king is not sitting there. He has his own chair right in the front in the center. He's not there. So her and her friends start performing. Mm-hmm. And after a while, the ants actually look like they're enjoying themselves. They're they kind of like, a little. Oh, maybe this isn't so bad. And everyone's just having a ball at uh-huh. the ball. It's a lot of fun. And finally, the king comes. But he like sneaks, he in, sneaks the back in the back instead of making an entrance making or arriving entrance. on time. <clears throat> but he should. Like he's the king. He should be able to just be like, excuse, excuse me, me, I'm walking through. Right. But he's timid and he shy and he me. doesn't. And, and then gets knows he's pushed there. around. Nobody knows jostled. he's there. Gets jostled and then just ends up leaving. He seems – he well, he gets upset about it he because does. he's the king and Marie's on – Marie has everybody's attention. Yeah. And yeah. So he he ends up leaving. There's a pretty girl dancing, and Marie seems really enamored. And I wrote in all caps, girl crush. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a girl crush for sure. She has a total girl crush. Uh, Choiseul is there. He comes all the way from exile. Marie wants to present him to the king, and this is when she actually sees Louis walking out the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Duke um, Chartois says he d- you don't know he doesn't know what he's missing yeah essentially just being nice to her and she looks sad but then she like asks them to play a better song more cheerful song and everybody's dancing and josephine it's so funny josephine clearly wants to join in the yes. fun because she is young like she yeah. wants to dance and the ants just stop her and she <laughs> so like she tries three times and, and then eventually she gets in there <laughs> But Louis feels like Marie has upstaged him and he was treated like a nobody. But he didn't even make his presence known. Exactly. And that's where I think, you know, there's that disconnect between their communication. Yeah. You know, if he showed up on time, he would have been fine. Or if he walked in like he owned the place because he does. Because I'm the king. He's the king. Then Marie wouldn't have been upset that he left. Right. So. But anyway, guys, let's. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, we will go into more on Marie and Louis. Welcome back, and we are going to hear a little bit from the mean girl that lives inside Marie's head, her mother. So after the party... First Marie, I thought we were talking about Regina George. <laughs> a little. Uh, after the party, which she's already like, the king left, so she's yeah. a little bit bummed about that. She gets back, and there's a mean note from her mom where she says that she's frivolous for parties, and do I need to remind you of your duty... Uh, to your husband, duty, duty uh, <laughs> and that Savoy will deliver the Dauphine and Josephine will take her place as the mother yep. of the future king. So yep. that is her only role. And you're but failing. But if Josephine again. has a kid. Yeah. And then Marie has a kid. Right. Like then Marie's, Marie's kid, kid is would the still, would king. Be the, yeah. She, okay. Would still, so then, I, don't, I don't think it's the order in which they Mom, come. I'm 19. Right. Calm down. There's time. I got plenty of time. There's time. You thought. <laughs> 
the king is presented with his prime minister options outside mm-hmm. of the party. And uh, one is Count de Marp- Marpa, I think is how you say his name. I'm going to go with whatever you say. <laughs> and, and Marie presents Schwazul. Yes. Um, and Louis seems really uneasy with being presented with Schwazul. Um, I think that and that Marie presents him. him. Yeah. I think he was uneasy that she took a stand. True. Because oh, now I didn't read into that. But yes, if it had been Mercy. In public. Right. She did it. Right. And she's so, trying to like not only did he know she wanted public, it. Yeah. I mean, sway him publicly. Yeah, not only did he know that right. she wanted Shozul, now, now she's it's publicly Shazul, known and everybody knows Marie wants that she is defying. That means, oh, that adds more context for me. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well then this makes sense. <laughs> um someone drops a note and of it says Rebel Queen abandons her king to frolic with her friends. This person really knows origami pretty well uh, too. Yeah, they're like <laughs> swans, right? Yes, they're like little <laughs> swans that fly. Uh and Louis like really upset about this note, mm-hmm. but he literally gave her Petit Trianon to go frolic with her friends. Yeah. So Here you go. Like, go have fun with your friends, I mean, but I'm mad that you're doing it. But the the spy presents presents him yes, with this note. Yeah, he and, found it. Um, Louis asks where the queen is, and she's, of course, at Petit Trianon. It's the only the place where she can have some her. privacy and, like, live her life a little bit. Yeah. So he goes to visit Petit Trianon, and he's come to talk to Marie. Mm-hmm. She asks, like, why can't we live here like Papa would with his favorite? Um, we can't. And she's like, of course we can. And he says, we don't have time for a private life. Yeah. And she's like, well, we could be happy. And he goes, I don't know how, what it means to be happy. That's what it was. I it's like heartbreaking. Know I know. I'm like, Louis, sometimes same, same yeah, boy. Same. <laughs> uh, Marie says, let me show you. And she very playfully like pulls him to the bed, tells him to kiss her. And he yeah. gets up abruptly and is like, get dressed, return to Versailles. And he throws the note at her. This is, again, like just terrible communication yeah, between the two just, of them. They need to work on their communication they skills do. for sure. This yeah. is like not working out well. Uh, <laughs> Louis asks his assistant to be his king's secret to spy mm-hmm. on the people of Versailles to see who is attacking his wife publicly. So, I mean, Louis is concerned and yeah. is trying to protect her, but he's just not doing it well yeah. and communicatively. And then the assistant's great. The king's yeah. secret? The king's secret? You just made your first you just appointment. Made your first appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know. I love him too so much. Yeah, so I, I really like hope we see a lot more of him. I, because, I think we will. And I hope I catch his name eventually. That would be great. Yeah. Or at least figure out who he is. At least somebody help us out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so the assistant, he, he says, like, who, who do you want to pick for your prime minister? And Louis says, well, I have these two options and I don't know who I want personally yeah. because he's like, who do you want to be your prime minister? He's so like, I don't know. His assistant says, put them both through their paces. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, in the meantime, Princess Lembal has found a note under her pillow too. I don't think we know what that one said. No, um, it probably was the same thing, but, but yeah. Well, there's similar. a lot of rumors later yeah. on in this episode. Uh, Marie says I'm being punished because I won't conform to the rules. And it's true. It's she's true, not yeah. conforming she's and she's in... getting some sl- some flack for it. Right. I was going to say slack. slack. She ain't getting slack, slack at all. <laughs> uh, and Lembal looks very concerned and she says, yeah, maybe you should. Uh, Schwazul lets Louis know that like he's Louis and Schwazul are talking about, you know, he's putting them through their paces and he's like, well, you don't have to be concerned with ruling. Essentially, your your grandfather didn't rule until he was in his 30s. So like, what's the rush? But then that also sets Louis off 
a little bit. It takes him mm-hmm. aback. Like, yeah. you don't want me at my council meetings? Right. No, Louis wants it's, to be involved. He wants to be he involved. He wants to get, he wants to wrap his head around it. Yep. And so, yeah, that was probably a strike against Schwizzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mopop pulls Louis away. I probably said that differently the first time. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> he pulls Louis away and they start talking on the, on the aside. Schwizzle's still talking to himself, like walking along. Um, and he says, that he could counsel that yes. she was a little too close, too cozy with Austria, yeah, which is the problem with Marie presenting him as well, and that he wouldn't have to be prime minister; he could just counsel him. They could they could make decisions together. Yes, and this is, I think, when Louis is just like, "Well, this is the guy for me yeah, he's because he's going to involve me." Yes, so and I'm going to be able to make the decisions. It's yeah. just you're going to counsel me on them. Right. You're going to provide you're me with advice, advice, and then I make the decision. And, yes, like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. It makes sense. I think it, that's a nice setup. They're not making decisions for them. Right. They're making because the final decision. Because the king like he's making the, the final decision. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he needs, too. He needs somebody who gives the advice and then lets him make the decision because exactly. he needs time. Yes. Uh, Marie and Lambal are walking along in the garden, and mm. Marie asks about the pretty girl who danced at the party. I know. Her name is Countess de Polignac. I'm yes. saying it wrong. I know I am. I tried so hard I to I think it's it. like Polignac. Polignac. Uh, like not the neck. I think the neck Polygna. is like American. <laughs> and it's got that she's, at the end. She's but yeah, anyway. pretty. She is. She's and gorgeous. She's, and the rumor is that she's there with her husband and her lover. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, as they pass, Marie locks eyes with her and Lambal looks concerned. Uh-huh. Maybe a little jelly. I think she's a little jealous because I mean, remember Lambal looked like that one night. Yeah, you know, yeah, they she were looked like she was really cozy. into she, Marie. She might have had a girl crush on Marie. She did, yeah. So I yeah. actually did a closer look. Oh, sure. On the Countess. So I think her name is Yolande Countess de Polina. Okay, I think that's how you say Polina. it. But, you know, we clearly we're established really that we don't this. know what we're it's... talking about. Um, they called her Gabrielle because I think her name was Gabrielle. I don't know, like her full thing. This. I didn't write down the her internet name, told me Yolande. So <clears throat> um, she was married to Count Jules de Polina, and he was the nephew of Madame Etiquette. <gasps> I know. know why. Right? There's a connection there. There's a connection. <laughs> um, she became, she actually went to their wedding. That's where they first originally oh, met. Okay. But I'm guessing, you know, they in the show, they out. cut it out. Um, for, for dramatic effect, because the, that first episode was not exactly, fun. Exactly. <laughs> um, and she became, like, best friends with Marie in 1774, where I think we're at right now. Okay. How she met, meets her and Somewhere becomes BFF. Um, she was made a duchess in 1780. Okay. Like, she... Clearly, in the episode, moves in, all the stuff, becomes best friends. She actually becomes a duchess in 1780 and appointed governess of the royal children in 1782. Oh, so she taught the children. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, right? Interesting, yeah. Um, she was... Because she has a lover, too. Yes. I would have thought Marie would not be down for that. I, But she <laughs> is. Um, the king actually exiled her in 1789 when oh. the revolution was going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he exiled her, to, I think, to protect her. I hope so. Yeah, and to protect them. I didn't look into, like, yeah, whether so she I think also that's what lost it was. her head. Yeah. Um, and then she went to Switzerland for safety, then eventually Italy, and then okay. finally Austria. Oh, okay. And 50 days after Marie Antoinette was um, beheaded. Executed, yes. And executed, she died 
on December fifth, oh. seventeen ninety three. They say oh. like room like the internet tells me that like she passed because she was sick. Other other things say she died of a broken heart. Uh, I was thinking I was that like, she died hmm. of loneliness, a broken heart. Yeah, because yeah. her best friend, you know, she yeah. couldn't she couldn't it help too them. Much to deal she with. was trying to help. They were writing back and forth and stuff. She was trying to oh, help, but trying to help get them away. I guess I don't oh. know exactly. I mean, you can That's only really get so sad. much from the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because the letters have to survive. Exactly. Well, thanks for looking into yeah, of that course. because I have a girl crush on her too. I do too. I'm gonna, She's do, I'm gonna do another. And she dances look. so nice. I like. She it. looks like one of those uh, girls in the French, uh, whatever they lithographs that like Toulouse Lautrec and like those people did. She like the dancing that she mm-hmm. did with her little head. So I don't know. It reminded me of something from my art history class. <laughs> well, you took art history. Yeah, me not so much. <laughs> Okay, so back back in here, Marie and Josephine have a showdown in the hallway before dinner, like after mm-hmm. you. Oh, no, 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 after you. Yeah. And while they're at dinner, the assistant is spying. Of course. <laughs> He's going through, like, everything right, and all everybody's the drawers. rooms. Yeah. Uh, apparently the ants are doing just fine, sexually speaking. They all have, so they have their lovers. That made me, that, so when he read... It yeah. said Adelaide, and then it said Victoire. Victoire. And they're two different right, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. looked like it was in the same letter. It, I mean... And then I'm like, do they share the same oh, room? Do they share the same lover? Do they same the same love? Do they share the same lover at the same time? <laughs> I don't know. But it looked like it was yeah, in the same some, like, letter. Some toe-sucking going on. It, it there was, was some toe-sucking. If that's ants, your thing, cool. Not my thing. The ants are doing just they're fine. They're doing great. <laughs> And he also finds some nudies in the Duc du Chartois yes. room. I believe it was his room anyway. Yeah. The image so, was blurred. It, but yeah, it was, if you it, watch the image it on, was like, blurred on we, PBS. We were able to see that. Yeah. They were they were drawings. At yes. first I put photos and I was like, I forgot where we were in the timeline <laughs> of history. Uh, but yeah, so they're blurred. But, you know, he's finding out they're all dirty perverts. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, and at dinner, Louis arrives and he's trying to make an announcement but marie is just boisterous and like talking over top of him doesn't even realize he stood up right so clearly she's he's not paying attention unaware. to him at all right and uh basically the ants have to be like would you please shut up yeah the king is trying to make an announcement and they're like he is the king you know right and provence mm-hmm. he's like you know C- clearly you don't understand you don't, and you don't see that not aware yeah that he is the king yeah, yeah. provence is just a a mess Oy though, vey, that little boy uh louis uh, he says that uh Mar- marpa i can't say his name <laughs> i can't say his mopa mopa yes uh will advise him and this just like makes marie so angry she gets up she storms out and provence asks when he will join the council and louis says that he will check with marpa and marie she starts packing she's yep. just so angry uh and she tells lamba that she's coming with her Lambaugh's very uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, she says, the protocol requires you stay with the king. And Marie says, I'm done with protocol. So she's staying at the Petit Trianon. There's no no rules will operate there. Lambaugh's coming with her. She's coming with, uncomfortably coming with. And she hands a note to the guards delivered to the Countess Polignac. Yeah. Polignac. I can't say it. It's fine. At her new BFF. Her new BFF. To come and visit her and hang out. <laughs> the girl out. crush. Yes. At Versailles, notes just start raining down from the ceiling mm-hmm. uh, filled with salacious gossip. And the ants and Madame Etiquette, they all laugh over it. It's all like dirty jokes oh, and yeah. horrible things. 
And Mercy advises Marie that she's made enemies at every turn, even with her biggest supporter. Yeah. Which I think implies that he's mad at her. <laughs> and she has to go back to Versailles. Well, he takes the whole bag and dumps, dumps it, it and goes yeah, like, you have, a problem. I, you have a problem and I'm trying to fix it. And yeah. you're like sitting here just hiding out. Yeah. So he says, you have to go back to Versailles. The mm-hmm. king has ordered it. And what the king says is the law. Even you have to obey it. Yeah. And she says, she kind of argues with him. Do I have to go back? I'm not a wife. I'm not a mother. Now Josephine will deliver the Dauphin. Um, but she's stuck. She has to go. Yeah. And uh, Mercy suggests that maybe she move into Dubarry's old apartment so that she is closer to the king. Which seems like sound advice. It is good like, advice. Come on. Don't got to do your one job. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So let's, um, we're going to take a real quick okay. break, really quick, and then we'll find out if Marie actually follows the orders of the king and Mercy. <laughs> okay. Welcome back, and we are back in Versailles. Provence is trying to barge into the council. Nobody wants him there. He's like, I can close the door myself. It was kind of funny because he's a jerk. <laughs> Nobody um, wants him around. Trianon. Marie is blindfolded and the Countess is putting different foods and stuff the lower nose. They're doing like, some BFF things. Yeah, they're doing they're BFF things. Out. And then Lambal arrives and Marie tries to convince, well, she says, she basically forces Lambal to find lodging at Versailles yeah. for the Countess because she would be so tempted to go back if, if the, the Countess was there. Yes. So the Countess is moving into Versailles. Yes. Uh, and when when they arrive, the Countess is very unhappy with the lodgings. She gets a twin size bed <laughs> and a chair. Her. Yes. And she has two men with her. Yeah. So clearly that will not do. And she says, I'm going to go to the top. So yeah. she says, I'm just going to go straight to Marie. Um, Marie does come back to Versailles. The aunts in Provence and Josephine are all watching through a blurry window. And the king is watching, too. Of course. Everybody's always watching Everybody's her. always watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mercy tells Marie that the king has agreed to talk to her this evening. And he says, don't squander this opportunity. It may be your last. It's very ominous. And finally, Marie looks a little bit worried. Yeah. Uh, I think it's setting in that she's messing everything up. Uh, Provence says that Josephine won't. T- oh, and in the parlor, I guess they're all hanging out. Provence says that Josephine won't talk to charlatans. They're I talking know, right? about Marie's us friend charlatans. Charlatans? What? what are you talking about? We're definitely not charlatans. <laughs> and uh, Duke Ch- Oh gosh, Chartois. Duke yes. Chartois. Uh, he says, I think that you might get challenged to a duel if you don't chill out. Yeah. And he says, you shouldn't be here. And he's like, I think you're looking for a fight. So there's a showdown between between him and uh, St. George. George's. Yeah, just say St. George. St. George. Uh, and Provence is too chicken to fight him. Like, he's all bark. Of no bite. Course. And all he has to say is boo. And Provence just crashes down next to Josephine. And Josephine starts, like, Grabbing her stomach and acting as like, Provence runs away. Right, Provence is running away. He's going to go like get him in pain out. because it it didn't look as though he really fell on her. He, but he, he was close enough, and she was she, close enough to the situation that she, she decided on this that. is when it's going to happen. We're done with this. Yeah. Okay. So um, the spies Josephine, in Josephine's room. Right, the spies in Josephine's room right now. And Josephine comes in. She's like, she sounds like she's in labor pain. She does. And there's like blood well, dripping. Well, she sounded. She sounds I like she's know. in pain. 
Because she stabbed herself in the leg. Well, she didn't yet. Oh, she didn't yet. No, she's she's making it and then goes, go away. And then they shut the door. So she's by herself. She goes, and then uh, she's. uh." And then she goes, oh, sits down on the bed. Okay. And then I'm guessing going and making those like noises, pulling up her skirt. Mm -hmm. You hear her grab the scissors and then. Oh, it was scissors. I thought it was a knife that dropped on the floor. I thought it was scissors. Because the spy seems that. Do they even have scissors? I don't know. Maybe it's a knife. I don't know. I thought it was a knife. It's something very sharp because she cuts herself. Yeah, she cuts her thigh. And this is when the spy finds out that you have been, you were right all along. Fake You were right. It's not a real pregnancy. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. And Provence knows about it. He's been playing along this whole time. Of course, because he hasn't had sex with her yet. The spy knows all. Uh And now Louis will know all. Yep. So um, Marie thinks that Louis has embarrassed her. Yes. Um, by belittling her. And by then choosing Louis thinks Marie has embarrassed her, her and belittled yes. him. Yes, yes, yes. So she thinks him. that Louis' decision to pick Maupas yes. uh, just like made her look really bad because she presented Choiseul. Mm-hmm. And Marie basically says that Louis never made a decision in his life. She's picking at all of his open scabs, which yes. does not excuse what he does next. No. But, but she's being really she's mean. Being a she's turd. being a turd. Really, she's being a turd. The theme is the rebel queen is a turd. <laughs> she's screaming at him. He doesn't touch her, kiss her, make love to her. What sort of husband is he? And this is when he forces himself on her. And I, I go, Louis, now I don't have a crush on you. You're the worst. Yeah. And get off yeah. of her, you dumb. And so we dumb saw boy. two versions of this. So yeah. the one version is on our press room where right. they do not block out or blur those they naked don't crop pictures. Anything. They don't crop anything. Right. So you actually see Louis's In, butt. Right. So you know you see he's a butt. actually dropped his pants. He's dropped his pants and, and the thrusting has been, is yes, thrusting. Yes. Versus yes. You know, if you've watched on PBS, it is um, they crop it's it a cropped little closer. off a little you don't see so that you butt. don't see his so you, butt. It's, it's unclear in the PBS version that he's actually naked, naked from the waist down and that there's like penetration actually happening. Yeah. But in the other one, it, it is, was, it it way is more actually clear. happened, which is just and I mean, not and either okay. way. Shitty thing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially to your wife. Yeah. Um, so I was telling you to get off of her. Exactly. Yeah. And then she has to slap him just to, yeah. you know, and then he. I don't know if he snaps out of it or if he's, like, angry, but he says, this isn't working, is it? And And she goes, no, please don't go. Yeah, because she wants to make it work, which is so sad. But anyway, but because of this disclaimer, you know, there's some data out there around sexual assault, especially in relationships and in um, marriages. And so the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence says between 14 and 25 percent of women are sexually assaulted by intimate partners during their relationship. Mm. And then Mm -hmm. between 10 and 14 percent of women of married women will experience rape by their intimate partner. By their so, spouse. like, these yeah. numbers shouldn't even exist. No. So high. I mean, it's... if somebody says no, especially and always. Yes. But if you've committed to, like, being with them for your whole yeah. life, you need to res- – there's just disrespect. Respect the boundary. And you should always respect the boundary. Exactly. Regardless. And she didn't want anything to do with it because yeah. – it wasn't the right moment. Right. You know, they're this arguing. This wasn't the way to do She's, it. Nope. This is no. not how we should do this. Um, so there's also the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network says they've actually um, done good work in 27 years. They've been around. They've helped 3.7 million survivors and loved ones. 
And um, they have a national sexual assault hotline. So if anybody needs that, it's 1-800-656-HOPE. So 1-800-656-4673. And that will also be in the show That will also be in the show notes. Yeah. So, So, yeah. Let's finish out this horrible scene. Uh, So the king finds out that Josephine's pregnancy wasn't real. Yeah. And that Provence knew all about it. Uh, But Marie doesn't know. And she is comforting Josephine, who's really lost absolutely nothing at all. And Josephine's really playing it up. She won't even look at Marie. She's, She's playing the part. And Louis tells Mapa <laughs> that he and his <laughs> wife are not suited for each other. And he says, the crown is not secure without a bourbon heir. I know. Uh, if you cannot impregnate the queen, perhaps you should end your marriage. And Louis says, I think she would prefer that. It's all like very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And he, he messed up. She's messed up. Everybody's messed up. It's a messy situation. Uh, Mapois says he will speak to Mercy, and Mercy asks the Empress to come yeah, because like, there's talk of a divorce. Like, yeah. and this is their, this is their allyship. Like, this mm-hmm. is the alliance. Like, you um, need to come and help yeah. your daughter out. Yeah, he basically he says your mother is the only one who might be able to save you. Might yeah. be. M- Marie looks a mess. Her hair is not done. It's all straight and just down, and she looks upset. And, yeah. Uh, Marie runs to the Countess, not Lambaugh, I for know. comfort this time. And she's, she she can't even say words. She's just sobbing. Yeah. And it's just like, the, the, this is another downer episode. And I'm so disappointed in Louis. Last episode, I was like, we this were is so healthy. healthy. He this was healthy. So she said, and no, we like, stopped. No. Today. No. Oh, so sad. So I know. I can't believe those it. Those are my final thoughts. My final. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm with you, man. That's insane. Yeah. This episode at... It was, was doing all right. Marie was doing her little teenage thing, yeah. and then it all fell apart at the it end. Did. I wonder how everybody like, next there's hurt feelings, and nobody is talking about their feelings. Nope. Let's talk about our feelings, guys. They don't. Uh, so we want to know how you felt about the end of this episode. So email us your thoughts at ps at witf org, or engage with us on Instagram at witf org or Facebook at witf dot org. Did I yeah, do that right? Because I, I wasn't so. looking at the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think you did. Uh, this podcast was produced by Ali Amaros. I almost forgot her name because you asked me a question. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Christina <laughs> Ziders, and I'm Beth Capello. Join us next week for part six. Oh, come on, Ali. Do do ex machina? Do ex machina? Deux ex machina. Oh, my God. I'm very sorry about that. I know. But side note, producer Ali, she watched it already and she says she loves this episode. This means it can't be. I guess there's hope. There's got to be hope. Okay, or at least it's not a total downer. Yep. Thanks, everybody. We'll see see you next time. time. (laughs) Or listen to us next time. (laughs)